Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way. In pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments from the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, we are going to talk about quarterly profit distributions. We all know the importance of accounts receivables in our business, how to collect money, It's not our favorite thing to do, but we know we have to do it. And when you get paid by a client, it makes you want to go, woohoo, we have cash in the bank. The problem, however, is what should we really be doing with that cash? Let me tell you what the majority of businesses do. They spend and they spend it all and it's gone in a heartbeat. In fact, according to US Bank's small business report, 83% of small businesses operate check to check, meaning what comes in goes out in a flash and there is little to no money left in the business to pay the owner, pay down principal on debt, or cash in the bank to correlate to profitability. That's laughable. Or the impossible dream to the 83% of business is operating check to check. But on the other side of the proverbial line in the sand, the 17% of businesses, those who have cash in the bank to correlate to their profits, have decided to be mavericks in their business. They don't do what everyone else does. They, in fact, have learned how to keep cash in their business, how to proactively manage the cash in their business, and how to grow the cash in their business. Their secret is they have put profit first in their business. Profit is not an event. Profit is not something that happens at year end or at the end of your five-year plan or someday. Profit isn't even something that waits until tomorrow. Profit must happen now and always. Profit must be baked into your business. Every day, every transaction, every moment. Profit is not an event. Profit is a habit. You can't grow out of your profit problem. More sales, more employees won't fix your cash crunch. I tried it 13 years ago. It didn't work for me either. You need to fix profit 
first, then grow. You must figure out how the things that make profit and dump the things that don't. When you focus on profit first, you inevitably figure out how to make a profit consistently. Profitability delivers stability. Stability gives you sanity. And when you put profit first, stability and sanity are forevermore. I am an entrepreneur. I'm not an accountant or bookkeeper. I am proud to have made it to the 17 percenter side. I started my first company at the ripe age of 25 in 1998. We were considered by others to be wildly successful. I owned commercial property, a townhome, and had filed taxes with $250,000 in taxable earnings in 2002. But I was the poster child for the 83 percenters, the 83% of entrepreneurs who operate their business check to check. Thankfully, a few mentors took me under their wings. Susan McGorry was one of those mentors, a chief operations officer for a major insurance who befriended me by happenstance and probably by divine intervention as well. With the heart of a teacher and honestly, the love of a parent who doesn't want to see their child fail, Susan would write out, really draw out, because I'm a visual person, lessons for me that I still have to this day. She gave me a crash course in business accounting, what I had been extremely naive about, and truthfully, what I had been hiding from. To be honest, I was like an ostrich with their head buried in the sand when it came to my company's financials. Accountants and bookkeepers support our businesses. They ensure our financials are compliant and reconciled so we can accurately report our financials and pay our taxes. And yes, I'm delighted to pay taxes on our company's earnings because that means I made money. Thanks to Profit First as our cash management protocol, we are sitting on that money and we have cash allocated to pay the taxes owed on those earnings. And the best part, we are building true wealth measured in cash. But let's be frank, accountants define profit differently than entrepreneurs. Accountants point to a fictitious number at the bottom of an accounting report. It seems fictitious because when you look at the bottom line on your income statement, also referred to as your P&L, and it shows a positive number, most entrepreneurs scratch their head and wonder when or if they ever saw that money. Well, you did see it. But if it is not sitting in your profit hold account or your tax hold account, then it has most likely been plowed back into your business to pay expenses. In Profit First, our definition of profit is simple, cash in the bank, cold, hard cash for us. Profit is measured as cash on hand that you hold on to. That is why it is in your profit hold account. You only look at this money four times per year at the end of each quarter. And ideally, you only touch it four times per year at the end of each quarter. Profit is cold, hard cash in the bank for you. What do you do with this profit? You tally the amount that has been added to your profit hold account over the quarter prior on all of the allocation days during the quarter, which would be six allocation days for most if you're following the 10th and 25th rhythm for allocations. Once you have the quarterly profit hold balance, 
then take 50% of that money as your owner's profit distribution. The other 50% remains in the profit hold account as a reserve. Now here is the number one numero uno rule for what not to do with a profit distribution. Do not plow it back into your business. Old habits and following the herd of the 83% of businesses that operate check to check is the old you. The new you is part of the 17% of entrepreneurs that proactively manage the cash in their business. You run your business with the cash you have on hand for your operating expenses. You do it wiser and more efficiently with less money. You do not rob you or rob your family to keep your business afloat. You absolutely cannot plow back money into your business. Those were the habits and behaviors that put you on the never getting ahead, never building wealth hamster wheel of the 83 percenters. So if you're committed to being a 17 percenter and using Profit First as the cash management system for your business, then you take 50% of your quarterly profit hold balance and you celebrate. Yes, of course, a portion of your quarterly profit should be used by you to celebrate. You earned it and you deserved it. Whether your balance in your profit hold account at the end of a quarter is $100 or $10,000 or $100,000, you will take 50% as a owner's profit distribution to celebrate. If your quarterly profit hold balance is $100 and your company has no debt, then take 50% as a profit distribution, so $50. What do you do with that profit distribution is your personal business, but we highly encourage you to use some of the profit distribution to celebrate. If your profit distribution is $50, then peel off five bucks, head to your favorite coffee shop and order that mocha latte. Sit in that coffee shop and celebrate that you are a 17 percenter. You are truly profitable with cash in the bank to correlate to your profitability. And with each sip of your mocha latte purchased with a portion of your profit distribution, savor the fact that you are truly on a path to permanent profitability and that your profit will grow and you will continue to accumulate cash in your profit hold account to prove it. If you have a profit hold balance at the end of the quarter of $10,000, then you take $5,000, 50%, as your profit distribution. Out of that $5,000 profit distribution, maybe you take $1,000 and determine with your family how you will distribute the profits and celebrate. Maybe out of that $5,000 profit distribution, you take $1,000 and give each member of your family their profit share portion. Maybe you designate 30% of that $1,000 as the family celebration share and make those cash distributions. So $300 is divided amongst you, your spouse and your children in the form of cash. $100 for you and fund money to celebrate, $100 to your spouse and fund money to celebrate, and 50 bucks to each of your two kids for them to celebrate being part of an entrepreneurial family. Then maybe put the remaining 70% or $700 of your, in your family vacation fund to put towards a really memorable celebration. The rest of your profit hold distribution in this scenario, $4,000, you will use that money to pay down personal debt, 
pay off your mortgage, save for college, save for retirement. Both Mike and I are fans of Dave Ramsey. Mike also happens to be personal friends with Dave Ramsey and speaks at Dave's Entre Leadership and Coaching events. Mike would never name drop, but since people often compare Profit First as the Dave Ramsey approach to small business cash management, I figured I would take this opportunity to embrace the similarities and also encourage you, if you have not yet subscribed, to subscribe and listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast, aptly named The Dave Ramsey Show. So if your company has no debt at the end of each quarter, you will take 50% of that quarter's profit allocations as a profit distribution from the profit hold account. The remaining 50% of that quarter's profit allocations that have accumulated in the profit hold account will remain there to, number one, build a three-month emergency fund that correlates to three months of expenses, and number two, hold for future capital investments and growth. It is ideal to have a three-month cash reserve for your business, meaning you have enough cash saved to operate your business unscathed for three months. If all sales came to a screeching halt and not another penny came into your business. Profit First Nation, this is exactly what happened to the majority of small businesses when COVID-19 quarantines stopped almost everything in the spring of 2020. Well, the profit hold account is where this reserve accumulates just for that circumstance. Or if by chance something incapacitates you, a chronic illness or an accident, your three-month reserve will give you cushion when life happens. If you see that the money in your profit hold account is in excess of a three-month reserve, you know this is a good opportunity to put money into growing your business to make some appropriate capital investments that will bring a lot more growth and a lot more profit. But you finance it with the cash that you have on hand. Personally, for my businesses, we transfer the 50% from our profit hold account at the end of each quarter into our vault account, which Mike talks about in the book at the end of each quarter. Yes, another account. It's called the vault account. And here's another secret to profit for success. When in doubt, add an account. Yep, 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 yep. When in doubt, add an account. The more your money is given specific purposes, the more intentional you are. After we take our 50% quarterly profit distribution as the owner out of the profit hold account, we transfer the remaining 50% into our vault account. Now our profit hold account is back to zero at the start of the quarter, and we begin accumulating profit in the profit hold account with each allocation in the new quarter. Now, if your company has debt, then here's the game plan. We're going to use 99% of that quarter's profit allocations that have accumulated in the profit hold account to pay down debt. The remaining 1% goes towards rewarding yourself. This 99% formula means you attack the debt aggressively, but you still strengthen your profit first habit. Does this mean, well, wait a minute, maybe we just wait to implement profit first until we pay off this business debt? Absolutely not. In short, if you wait to implement profit first until after you pay down your debt, you are less likely to ever build the business efficiencies 
that will permanently eradicate your debt and create a perpetual profit stream. Start the profit first habit now, and eventually that 99% will go towards increasing your owner's distribution to 50% and the other 50% going to building up your cash reserves. Again, a free commercial for Dave Ramsey and his podcast, The Dave Ramsey Show, because Dave Ramsey is the supreme master at coaching individuals how to get out of debt. The solution to debt is simple. If you want to get out of debt, you must get more enjoyment out of saving your money than you do spending your money. I'm a spender. Even Dave Ramsey labels himself as a spender. I enjoy spending, delighting people with gifts or buying something from a fellow entrepreneur to support their business. But I always put profit first. I don't spend more than I have. And if I want to spend more, that means I have to save more. So now I do get more enjoyment out of saving than I do spending. Wealth is a game of emotion. Business success is a game of emotion. Profit first is a game of emotion. It all comes down to the story we tell ourselves about what we're doing. Is what I'm doing making me happy or not? When something makes you happy in the moment, you'll keep doing it. If spending makes you happy, you'll spend more. And that spending could be on anything from a new pair of pants to a new hire to new mountains of debt. If saving makes you happy, you'll look for any opportunity to save more. Coupons, sales, clearance racks are your kind of heaven. Give yourself more joy when you choose not to spend money than you do when you choose to spend it. Give yourself more joy when your bottom line grows, not just the top line. Give yourself tons of joy when your profit percentage grows. Profit First Nation, your profit percentage will grow with momentum. But caution, please remember, momentum rarely occurs after one crazy effort. Momentum builds slowly, but relentlessly. Small, repetitive, continuous actions chained together build momentous momentum. That is why we do our allocations on a rhythm, the 10th and 25th, or biweekly, or whatever your allocation rhythm is. We repeat the same, small, repetitive, continuous actions to build momentous momentum. Say that one 10 times fast. Momentous momentum, momentous momentum, momentous momentum. In his extraordinary book, The Total Money Makeover, Dave Ramsey explains the debt snowball. It's contrary to logic, but it plays exactly into the psyche of all of us human beings. Dave tells us that logic would say to pay off our debts with the highest interest rates first. But that doesn't build emotional momentum. It's getting to tear up a statement, any statement, because it's fully paid off. That gives you a sense of momentum and gets you charged up to tackle the next one. Dave explains that you should sort all of your debts from smallest to biggest, regardless of interest rates. When two debts are a similar amount, you should pay the one with the highest interest rate first. Dave tells us to pay only the minimum on all the debts, except the one at the top of the list, the smallest one. Then put all your financial power into crushing that debt as fast as possible. 
Once that first debt is wiped out, then tackle the next one on the list. By adding to the minimum payment with the money you're using to pay the first debt. Once the second debt is paid off, go for the next, adding all the money being used to pay the second debt to the minimum of the third, and you see how the snowball grows? See how your enthusiasm and excitement about eradicating debt grows? You have momentous momentum. You will get more and more pleasure from not spending than you once did from spending. But the trick to Dave's method and Mike's profit first and anyone with an iota of sanity is this. You cannot add new debt as you pay off old debt. We are going to be operating on the cash on hand and the cash that's allocated for the purpose that it's allocated. You need to get your debt freeze on first, and we're going to take down the debt. The debt freeze means we stop any recurring payments and kill off anything that we don't need. Do whatever it takes to get your monthly operating expenses nut down 10% lower than what your instant assessment suggested that your operating expenses are. And step two, use 99% of your quarterly profit hold distribution towards wiping out the principal on your debts, starting with the smallest debt first. With that remaining 1%, you still need to celebrate. I know it doesn't amount to much, but you can still reward yourself. Even if you are strapped with debt you are eradicating, you still need to celebrate during the process and a cash profit distribution to you, however small, helps you do that. This is fun stuff. So let's also address one of the two guarantees in life, not death, but the other one, taxes. From the monies accumulated in your tax hold account, You will pay Uncle Sam every quarter, and you will also pay your quarterly tax estimates from this account. Your accountant should give you your estimates of how much you owe in taxes each quarter, and this is when you pay them during the end of the quarter. You will actually reduce some of the pain you feel when paying estimates because on this very same day each quarter, you will also take that profit for yourself, that profit above and beyond your salary. If you are adjusting and tweaking your percentages conservatively, we suggest that you account for three percentage points each quarter, meaning you could move your profit account from 5% to 8%, so that's using all three percentage points, or you could move your tax account from 11% to 12% and your profit account from 5% to 6% and your owner's comp account from 23 to 24%. So in that case, we took the 3% and we just incrementally increase tax, profit, and owner's count by 1% each. If you can adjust further, go for it. But by all means, just remember, you can't undo your percentages because that will undermine this new habit you've established. Once you set those percentages for each quarter, you have got to live by them. No adjusting, no dialing back. So do it small and do it incremental. And don't forget, at the start of the next quarter, you'll be doing this all over again. Think about what you're doing for a second. You are now distributing profits quarterly, which forces you to find ways to operate more efficiently. Yes, we covered a lot in this episode of Profit First, and we're not done. And by no means am I trying to overwhelm you. In fact, we are trying to paint 
the big picture and the steps you will take to get there over time. I'm going to pass the microphone to Mike now with his advice. Start slow and let it grow. I think that's probably the essence of what makes Profit First so successful. I've seen business owners go in and try the entire process at full throttle, the full taps allocations from day one, and they get overwhelmed, they give up on the system, and they think it doesn't work. No, that's not true. That's the fact. The fact is they just went in too fast, too hard. Kind of like you haven't exercised before and you go into your first day of exercise and you use way too heavy weight to tear muscle and then you think working out doesn't work. No, it works. You just have to build that muscle. So with Profit First, make sure you have all the accounts set up, but it doesn't mean you have to go in full throttle. Many businesses just in the beginning, you just start using the profit account and allocating money to that and allocating a small amount, maybe one or 2%. Over time, you'll notice that the impact of that one or 2% being reserved for profit is not consequential on the operations of your business, but it's highly consequential on the operations of your mind. You start seeing that, yes, you can drive profit, and then you'll be inspired to increase the profitability, start allocating to the other accounts in greater portions, and so forth. So just remember that lesson. Start slow and let it grow. But no matter what, get started today. Thanks, Mike. Momentum builds slowly, but relentlessly. Small, repetitive, continuous actions chained together build momentous momentum. And that is why we do our allocations on a rhythm and start off slow. We are here for you, Profit First Nation. This is a journey. But once you are on the Profit First path, you will be on a path to permanent profitability. Show notes and a full transcript of this and every episode is available on our website, ProfitFirstNation.com. Additionally, follow us on Instagram at Profit First Nation, where we interact as a community. Additionally, if you have a Profit First success story to share or a question, please visit us on ProfitFirstNation.com and click the contact tab. Finally, if you are interested in working with a certified Profit First professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach, then you will also find the link to Profit First Professionals on our contact page as well. Profit First Nation, you are the top 17% of entrepreneurs who own the financials of the business you own. Thank you for making Profit First Nation stronger. Stronger.